And we're live. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Ray Kober. I am your host of Let's Go, and I'm joined today by Al Lewis, who we will get to know. Where I wanted to start, Al, before we get into your deep, dark, secretive past, is you uh, came up with something uh, that people should be armed with when they go to the emergency room. You know, when you're bleeding out and they shove a consent under your under your bleeding body and they ask you to sign your life away. How did you come, uh, how did you stumble on that? Or, you know, did, was it really uh, a lot of thought that went into it? Where did that come from? And what is the idea behind that? I mean, don't you have to sign that if, if you want treatment? Well, that, those are all good questions. And so uh, first I want to give a shout out to uh, Marty McCary who got me going on this thing. But uh, second is Mar Marty um, McCary, Doctor uh, Marty McCary, the price we pay. Doctor Marty, yeah, the, the Doctor Marty, the Doctor right. Marty McCary. Which, by the yeah. way, if you don't have the book, oh, coincidentally, and we did not plan this, but right here, uh, probably uh, I would argue one of the most important, if not the most important, contemporary book on what's going on with healthcare. Yeah, and if you go to page two twenty-five, you will find a description of what we're about to say. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, so uh, yeah, my only—he I mean, did a great job. My only uh, gripe is that you got to get to page two twenty-five, right? So, uh, <laughs> um, so it. Uh, so Marty McCary got me going on it, but the background was uh, I spent uh, three years at uh, Harvard Law School. And I spent about uh, a year and a half of those learning how to rip people off in healthcare. You know how to find loopholes in healthcare law that could allow people, providers to charge a lot of money, yada, yada, yada. So, you know, like the uh, the burglar who becomes a locksmith, I took what Marty came up with, which was the uh, the federal, um, the Employee Medical, uh, Emergency Medical Treatment and Active Labor Act, and applied some of my Harvard Law School stuff to that. And his his thing was don't sign their consent because they have to treat you anyway and you can work it out later in court. Well, applying this stuff that I had learned, I said, no, let's go one step farther. Let's create our own consent. And either they sign it, in which, or either, either they treat you, in which case that's called uh, constructive acceptance. So they've accepted your contract, or they have to treat you anyway, and they say, we don't accept this consent, which by the way, has never happened. And the reason it's never happened is that we set the level uh, for the ER, uh, for the uh, the consent at 200% uh, of Medicare, not 100% of Medicare. So a hospital, if we tried 100% of Medicare, they would be well within their rights to say in court, um, well, how come this schmuck off the street gets to pay the same price as our largest account? Well, 200% of Medicare, you don't have that argument. And since a typical emergency bill, it varies by state, is going to be three to six hundred percent of Medicare in network. Uh, Two hundred percent of Medicare is a great deal. Um, so, and then the other point you made is is like, what if you're bleeding out? What if you know you 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 don't have the inclination or the time to sign something, or to write in your own consent, and you just want to get treated as fast as possible? Well, we got two solutions to that, right? Uh, one is that and uh, we now have these stickers that you just go, you just peel it off your wallet and, or your person that comes in with you and just slaps it on the uh, consent form. And it's got the consent, our consent language, and you presumably pre-signed it. 
Second one, oh, second one is, is elegant, which is we, in conjunction with whoever we're doing this with, uh, and actually they're the ones who sign the email, send an e emails in advance to the hospitals that they think their employees are going to be going to saying, this is the consent. Um, do not ask our employees to sign uh, any other consent because this is the consent. And um, so we, we put it all down there and we say, so unless we hear from you otherwise, it's like, it's like those old book clubs, you know, where, <laughs> you know, you get the back, you get the book, right? If you don't do anything, you get the book. Unless we hear from you otherwise, which we never do. This is the consent. You're dating yourself, Al. I haven't seen one of those in a while. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I, I I figured you might possibly be old enough to remember them, but uh, I, I I do remember them. I must confess, I'm not I'm not that much younger than you. But I think, right. you, yeah. think you got I, me I by maybe say, ten years. I uh, I fell for that one once. I said, "Oh yeah, I always remember to send a postcard back," and of course, I never did. Uh, so, um, and then on the employee insurance card. It says see consent on file and it has a QR code that shows the email that says, in fact, the consent is on file. Wow. You don't have to do a darn thing. Employees don't have to do a darn thing. Also, one of the things we got is, yeah, they'll they'll do the whole consent thing if they're under their deductible. But if they've already hit their deductible or even their max, what do they care? Well, guess what? Now they don't even have to know. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, you know, I'm a huge fan of fighting for the underdog. And, you know, I didn't go to Harvard Law School. I did take business law in high school, believe it or not. And the thing that I struggle with is essentially you're signing an agreement, a contract, you're agreeing to something. Doesn't duress come into play? If you're in an emergent situation, aren't you under duress? And wouldn't that apply? Well, if in fact you do sign it, you don't use the consent, uh, that is the argument that people use when they go to court, and most of the time it fails. So, uh, like, and then you you held up a copy of Marty's book. I think it's chapter one or chapter two, one of the early chapters, um, where he talks about going to Carlsbad, New Mexico. Oh boy, where there's, you know, the chapter. You want to hear a horror story, ladies and gentlemen? Read that chapter. <laughs> Read that chapter. But the, 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 the specific point of the the chapter is all the people in Carlsbad who've gotten ripped off by this hospital, starting with the Uber who takes them from the airport, who asks, are you here to see the caves, caverns? And they say, no, we're here because of the hospital. And, they, and the, the driver says, well, let me tell you what they did to me, you know? <laughs> and then they check in at the hotel. Right. Well, the receptionist says, well, let me tell you what they did to me. So the judge is always ruling in favor of the hospital, right? Yeah. So then, drum roll, they, get, <laughs> they actually find, talk to the judge. And the judge says, well, let me tell you what they did to me. <laughs> but, uh, but the fact is, it's just a very, the duress is a very difficult argument to make if you sign this contract.